dissect the best and the worst of 90s teen horror. I'm Kirsty Logan and this is my co-host Heather Parry. I, I almost forgot in the middle. Wow. I'm so bad at this. Just the intro. Just, just can't remember anything. Can't remember, the intro. remember weird obscure lyrics from 90s songs but can't remember the intro that we say every time. Yeah, on a road trip um, up to the Highlands, Annie and I put on a CD, because I still have CDs, of Jagged Little Pill. And we all knew every single word. Oh yeah, I feel like that as well. Yeah. I know every single word of In My State of Mind by Nas. <laughs> <laughs> I Seriously. think Annie was horrified once that we were in the car and I knew all the lyrics to Hot In Here by Nelly. Well yeah, of And course. then she was like, what have I married? What have I done? <laughs> Do you know, uh, this is flannel a minute into the fucking podcast, Excellent. but... Um, Oh, there's an amazing mix. I like that you call it fun like oil waffle. <laughs> Similar texture. For me, it cleans. For you, it fills. Um, is it? Oh, God, it's um, hot in here, but with staying alive, I think. Oh. It is. Um, you know what? I'm going to put it on my computer to show you afterwards because it okay. is the greatest mashup of all time. Okay. But first, You're we so have 2000s to... with your mashups. I know. What is the hell? Mm. It's Who knows? Okay, shall I tell you what we're doing today then? Yes, you're please do. doing an episode of Girl Google's Things. <laughs> we are doing The Surfer by Linda Cargill. Um, I hadn't heard of this. Me neither. Before you showed me it. <laughs> like, I don't know if this is one that a lot of people know. It's I a don't kind know, of I, obscure one. I think I just got it in a bundle of like a, you know, a bunch of point horrors all together. And it was just one of them. I don't remember reading it as a kid. How weird. Um, it's only got three books to they say look out for one's the babysitter four uh-huh uh one's amnesia by sinclair smith which we've oh. done this season and the other one is vampires love number one blood curse <gasps> which we've literally just recorded for, for this month's patreon what that's weird that's so strange isn't it because there are a fucking million of these books yeah it could be Weird. That's really strange. And Linda Cargill is new to us as well, isn't she? Yes. Um, do we get anything about her bio in the back? I should have looked. You can tell that I'm the least professional of the two of us. <laughs> oh my God, you get about a thousand words. Uh, this is her first book for Scholastic. She and her husband Gary and her son Kenny oh dear. like to load up their van and travel around the country every summer looking for story ideas and legends to make into novels for young people. Your ear doof is falling out. My... What's it called? A plug. No, it isn't. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it was just further forward than it usually is. Yeah, but it's got things to keep oh, in. Oh, okay, never mind. I've got tunnels, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, she lives in Charlottesville, Virginia, with her three cats, Happy, Grumpy, and of course, Spooky. I like her. Yeah. I am going to lay all my cards on the table here. I love this book. I don't know if I love it. I like it a lot. I, oh my it's God. It's got real CBC vibes. Why don't you tell us about the cover? Uh, I hate the cover. I also think it shouldn't be called The Surfer because it really doesn't have anything to do with surfing. Mm, but mm, it should be called like The Sea Witch. You don't, oh no, I'm drinking and you hate me drinking on the podcast. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> I won't slurp. You, I you're just like putting your mouth right up close to people's ears and just going. <laughs> doesn't that's everyone what it's love like. that? Isn't it what everyone <laughs> listens for? No. Um, <laughs> don't you like my wet slurp? <laughs> <Not yet. laughs> oh. Look. <laughs> oh, whoops, and dropping the book. Um, the book shows us an ugly orange and green surfboard mm. with a scrape down it, which also doesn't really make sense within the story. No. Can I also read the worst tagline of all time? Go on. Surf's up, you're dead. That doesn't make sense. No. The person who wrote that has not read this book. No. Clearly. They thought, oh, it's about a surfer. So I'll put a surfboard on it. It's not about a surfer. Surf's up, you're dead. That's so vague. <laughs> the surfing element is not important. No, but you can't blow your wad all at once by telling him it's about a sea witch. Not right. Um, they could call it something else, though. The Norwegian lady. 
Yes. Although that doesn't really fit the point horror thing, does it? They always have these really short titles. All right, everyone's a fucking critic, aren't they? And especially Kirsty Logan. Well, I, yeah. I said myself I didn't think it was a good title. Um, my first note about this book is this is the sort of book that Kirsty Logan would write mm-hmm. if she was writing YA. I totally would. You, there's so many of your bits in here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is weird, isn't it? You would think you would think that I had read it as a kid and it had been like my ur text, like the one that made me who I am. But I don't remember it. Maybe I absorbed it so much into myself that I don't remember it. Maybe we've thought, maybe we've dreamt this up. Maybe. Maybe it didn't exist before. Maybe you've read too much of my stuff now and you just like hallucinated this whole book. <laughs> I did used to surf as well, so it's the sort of context that I would put it into. What? Hmm. It's a... Uh, What's it called? The Madness Shared. A folie adieu. That's what, what? it is. Oh, a folie adieu. A shared madness. A madness of two. Is that French? Yeah, but that's just what it's called. It's, ah, not, like, okay. it's not like it's a phrase in English, but I just chose to say it in French. <laughs> like, the, the, we, we call it that. Folie adieu. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, I only knew that phrase because it was an X-Files episode. <laughs> I mentioned the X-Files this week. In fact, last night I turned around to David and said, should we start watching the X-Files <gasps> again? Yes. It's really scary. Stop at like seven though. Stop at oh, season yeah. seven. Yeah. I My brother used to watch it when I was like nine. So I would sneak down while he was watching it on the little kitchen telly and just be fucking so scared. Well, the first one I ever saw, I think, was uh, Tombs. Oh, God. And I was so, so terrified. Oh, no, Ice was the first one I saw where they're in the, the like, Polar Research Station. And it's very, it's, it's very much like The Thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it fucking terrified me. Do you remember the one where it was all these Chinese men who were gambling? Mm-hmm. And then they lost an organ. I if do remember lost. that. Oh, God, yeah, that yeah. really scared it's me. It's so good. But if I say, it's, I would say it's my favourite TV show, but not the new ones. No, no, no. I shall not speak of the new ones. Although, do you know how hot she's got? I mean, she's ridiculous. Like, I don't believe she's a human. She's a fucking sea witch. She's... If anyone's a sea witch. Incredible looking now. Mm -hmm. And I don't think she was that hot in the 90s. No, she was. Now she's unbelievable. She was always beautiful, but now she's like an actual goddess. Yeah, it's ridiculous. (laughs) Um, Shall we dive in? Let's do it. Ha, ha, dive. Because it's the war. Dear Diary... Jessie is 17 and she's writing in her diary to tell us all about herself for purposes of plot. (laughs) Uh, She's on the swim team and she's a bit of a ragamuffin. Her mum is a teacher and her dad is the school principal. Is that common? I think kids rebel when their kids are, when their parents are teachers. My mum was a teacher. She lives in Virginia Beach. I don't know where that is. California? That's probably landlocked, isn't it? California? No, Virginia. Oh, I was going to say, famously not. (laughs) Um, I don't know, maybe Virginia? I don't know where it is on the map. Sorry, Americans. Uh, There's a famous state I've written, what what I meant was statue, called the Norwegian Lady. Now, remember this Norwegian Lady, because she will come up quite a lot. I remember her. Um, I also just quite like the phrasing of that, the Norwegian Lady. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She's a lady. Um, (laughs) One of my really good friends sent me a picture of her kid. Who just turned two, and uh, she <laughs> said, um, "Bethany, who who are we going to play with?" And she like showed her in the back classic, and she went, "Boys," <laughs> and then she went, "Who else are we going to play with?" And she went, "Ladies," <laughs> and I thought, "She's that my kind of girl." So cute, <laughs> boys and ladies, <laughs> adorable, <laughs> the Norwegian lady. Um, now, Jessie's parents are getting divorced, um, and her mum's always on her to lose weight, which I was not keen on. No. Uh, although she her doesn't seem to actually care. actually horrible. Yeah, her mum's kind of a dick. Throughout is um, awful. But, like, she doesn't, she's not worried about her weight or how she looks at all, really. She's no. pretty great. I imagine her as a bit of a tomboy, but, like, quite girly, like, light brown hair, pulled back, sort of, mm. just practical. Like, I'm, I just look how I look because I want to go surfing, etc. Well, I have to say, Tell me who this reminds you of. She needs a haircut. She's a bit chubby and she's always daydreaming. As soon as you touched your hair when I you said that. I feel personally attacked <laughs> by this description. She needs a haircut. I mean, it is... Well, I'll get into why the Kirsty Logan vibes are strong with this one. 
Um, her best friend is Nick, a guy. Oh my gosh. A boy. Wow. Not a lady. Not a lady. <laughs> Boys, not ladies. Um, he's a year older than her. Mm, hot. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and do you know what he is, Kirsty? What is he? He's the lead breaststroker on the swim team. I knew you would like that. <laughs> I've never heard anyone called a breaststroker before. You just say swimmer. But he's specifically the breaststroker. They love cliques in American fucking high schools, don't they? And putting people into these weird little, like, groups and then having them be a thing. Like, you are a thing. You are a swimmer. You are the breaststroker or you are the trumpeter. Or, do you know what I mean? We really didn't have that. No. So I found American high school was just fascinating. Slash terrifying and accurate. Awful. We're basically going is. off point horror. Apparently. And like one person. My American friends have told me it's pretty accurate. How many friends? Like, quite a few. Oh, okay then. Um, I don't think Canadian high school was like this, but yeah. Anyway, uh, so lead breaststroker... <laughs> best friend um he's kind of like a bit of a brother figure to her as well which is gross given what happens later on um her other mates are trish who sounds like a babe mm-hmm. and dot who i've assumed to be cotton because <laughs> <laughs> she's <laughs> she's like as old as the fucking sea weirdly she's i everywhere. imagined her as a ladybird because her name's dot like because they've got dots on them yes i, I was with you oh okay no i just Telling you how my brain works. So I'm imagining Dot Cotton. Yeah. Chain smoking. Dot Cotton <laughs> as a ladybird. But like Dot Cotton in real life where she's quite posh. Is she? Yeah, she's got like a proper like Rada accent. Do you not know this? She's quite the... I don't think it's her, is it? Isn't it Pat Butcher that's posh? They're all posh. <laughs> They're all fake Northern. No, she's pretty. I'm pretty sure she's oh. quite like London, London posh. Is she dead? No. I might be confused. I haven't seen this soap in a long time. I might think. I might be thinking of a different woman. Maybe. I think you're thinking of Pat Butcher. No. No, you're not, because Dot Cotton is a chain smoker, isn't she? Yes. Okay. Anyway, ignore me. Also, there can be more than one fake northerner. <laughs> They're not northerner. What am I saying? Yeah. Anyway, uh, Jessie has been having lots of dreams where she is drowning loads, um, and she's writing about it in her diary. Uh, were you a diary writer? Yes, but I didn't write, dear diary, ma, 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 ma. I had like one of those five-year diaries, so it only had about three lines per day. <laughs> so you were like writing in like, as if it was a telegram. Yeah. Dinner, stop. Yeah. Rollerblading, stop. My dad Pretty writes much. a diary every single day, um, which I just used to read as a kid because I just knew where it was. So I'd go and get in bed with him and just you are get the worse. Well, no, he wouldn't stop me. Oh, They'd okay. be in bed and I'd just get in bed and then just read my dad's oh, diary. Okay. But it's so perfunctory. It's like... Like, I once looked up my, like, when I was born, when we were, like, going through the thing once, and it was like, uh, Heather Francis arrived uh, 3.22 a.m. Everyone fine. And it's like, Aww. you know, you can put some emotion in like, it. Like, how you did you to. feel about it? Yeah. yeah. Or, like, uh, haircut, uh, drove to Leeds something. And it's like, wow, what's the point at yeah, this point? Yeah, why are you going to need to check when you got your haircut last? He's the sort of person that keeps receipts, to be honest. So I imagine it is for sort of like admin purposes. <laughs> like if you can't remember when someone was born, he'll just be like... Uh, or ah, if he needs an alibi. Although yeah. I don't think it's a very good alibi because you could just make up whatever you wanted. Yeah, but in films it is passable. <laughs> and apparently in uh, Supreme Court justice hearings, Brett Kavanaugh was like, look, I had it all on my calendar. And that was one of the main fucking... For God's sake. Look, it's on this calendar that definitely can't have been faked. On my calendar it says, did not commit crime. <laughs> so... I spent all day not committing a rape today. So, there's your proof right there. Uh, Monday, no rape. Tuesday, no rape. Wednesday, no rape. <laughs> what more do you want? Thursday, nothing on the calendar. Mm. Ooh, potential. Yes. <laughs> Terrible. So, back to Virginia Beach. There have been some drownings. Which, to me, explains why she's dreaming about drowning. Are they drownings? Because it says they've been hit on the head. Which, is that, does that count as a drowning then? Because it's like, they've been hit on the head as if by a brick. And you're like, (laughs) is that a drowning? But then if they then drown. Yeah, but you didn't die because you, well. Well. You died because you got hit on the head. uh, This is like a surfing thing. One of the um, dangers of surfing is that you get hit on the head by someone's surfboard and then drown. Oh. Which is why you have a leash. So your surfboard doesn't get away from you and it doesn't hurt someone else. Oh. And having been hit on the head by my own surfboard, I tell you, it ain't fun. Um, 
that why you are the way you are? It is very much. <laughs> Before I was completely normal. Um, did I tell you once that my mum turned to re- turn around to me and just sort of looked at me sadly? And uh, I really hate when my mum just sort of stares at me. Um, so I was like, what? And she went, you used to be so lovely. <laughs> oh. I mean, she is not wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like that Instagram comment from our darling listener who said their favourite thing at the moment was when you say something questionable and I just go, mate. (laughs) Yeah, that was Damon. (laughs) Hi, Damon. That happened again. (laughs) Thanks. I thought that was a funny comment. Thank you. (laughs) But yeah, that's really brutal when you think about it. I mean, again, not inaccurate, but it's brutal. Your mum. She's she's a hard ass. My mum texted me on my birthday to tell me my grandma had cancer <laughs> mama parry what are you doing yeah oh, brutal and i'm pretty sure it had an exclamation mark at the end of it and it wasn't like hi heather bad news it was oh. start of message end of message your grandma has cancer exclamation mark. what i'm sorry mama parry <laughs> This was like when we were talking about what's the difference between a mum and a mom. And I was about to say like, well, a mum, you know, she makes you shepherd's pie and gives you a cuddle. And you were like, a mum slaps you with a spoon or something. <laughs> I should say my mum's great and very supportive and lovely and has very much mellowed. <laughs> as I think you, you could say what? about me I as well. I think all our mums when we were teenagers, it's really hard being the parent of a teenager. I was awful as well. I was also terrible. And I it did used like to be you lovely. Were, marginally worse but I think we were both very very hard to parent as yes. teenagers I wouldn't want me no neither. Uh, sorry me or you <laughs> yeah, neither of us please <laughs> anything but those um so there have been some oh, drownings dog just farted oh Rosie is it you <laughs> no I would say if it was me I can't smell it it might get you in a minute yeah don't look at me you like know that it's it smells like dog food no don't get up <laughs> keep your poo smell over there no one wants it thank you <laughs> be shamed be shamed oh. She shouldn't be ashamed. She can't help it. This is like almost it's every night. a normal night. function. Why are you body shaming her? <laughs> almost every night when we get in bed and uh, everything's off in the flat, so it's quiet. And David will get up and invent some excuse to go, say, into the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm just going to get a glass of water. <laughs> I know he doesn't drink water at night because he doesn't like getting up and peeing. And then I'll sort of stop moving and everything. And then you'll just hear this. Oh. And then I'll really laugh. And then he'll go, don't listen. And I'm like, yeah, God. <laughs> <laughs> don't fart if you don't want me to hear it. It's I can't... even gone out of the room. <laughs> no. On one of our very first dates, Annie took me to this um, very beautiful, classy um, seafood restaurant, and uh, we we drove out there, and it was it was really great and very romantic. But then, just as we were going back to the car, I was like, "Oh, I need a fart." So what I did is, it, like, when she sort of opened the car door to get in, I used the sound to mask my fart. The problem was, I left it too late and like pulled it into the car with me. Oh no! See, that's what David does as well. He'll linger around outside, and then he'll sort of come in. And I'm like, "Well, you just brought it in with oh, you, no. haven't you?" Like, but this is terrible. how I knew that I had to marry her because she immediately called me on it and laughed. <laughs> She was like, you just farted and then brought it in with you. And I was like, oh yeah, I did actually. <laughs> now we have to get married. You can never tell anyone until I mention it on the podcast. Yes. Uh, so, away from, don't bring it over here, Rosie. <laughs> anyway, uh, so there have been some drownings off the old fishing pier in town. And you're not supposed to go there, but Jessie is a black sheep. So she does. It's not really clear why she does it either. Just rebellious. <clears throat> Maybe. She's not really rebellious through the rest of the book. Here's, it's because of love that she's not rebellious. Here's what she sees. It looked like a person, a girl on a surfboard. Blah, 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 blah. (laughs) There was... (laughs) A wiffle waffle. The figure was definitely a girl in a red one-piece bathing suit. Her long blonde hair... Her long blonde hair streamed out behind her in the wind like a flag, and she possessed the most striking, beautiful white skin Jessie had ever seen. The surfboard surfboard was tethered to her ankle the way all surfers did it, but it was odd that she didn't have a wetsuit. It was still kind of chilly in May to be out so far in only a bathing suit. Mm. Soon Jessie's doubts were swallowed up in her admiration for the stranger's acrobatics. (laughs) She seemed to be catching the peak of a very long, cresting wave. She was planning with... Planing, sorry, with perfect balance. Her knees bent just so, and her long, slender arms thrust out to either side. The pose was so perfect, so effortlessly sustained. 
that the girl found sorry that Jessie found herself imitating the girl on the surfboard now she fucking wants her are we doing a queer subtext oh my god queer text. it's just queer text there's no queer subtext <laughs> this is all about gay girl gay girls gay gals Ga- gals if you will mm. um ridiculous she's just obsessed with her she was surprised not merely by the girl's skill but by her looks the stranger was clearly a raving beauty Mm. Mm. she looks so grown up in that bathing suit yeah we get it she's got massive tits <laughs> just like a contestant in a Miss America contest she might be tall but there was not an ounce of spare flesh on her body everything was all muscle in all the right places and curves in the right places too come on we get it tits just gazing at the girl made Jessie feel awkward well I know why she's so into her yeah it's like so queer that is very queer. <laughs> I think this is why I really like the books. Yeah. So, so I was like, hello, I didn't see this coming. Uh, in my notes, I've just written, gay. Yeah, because Nick is, he's just a prop, isn't he? He's like yeah. a prop to mime heteronormativity. Yes. Oh, yeah. Bit of a, bit of a later reading. Um, it goes on as well. For a moment, Jessie felt confused. She did not know why. We I know, know why. why. <laughs> Thanks, the girl called back. Do you want to see some more? Gay! So gay! Did she go to like take her swimsuit off? Yeah, <laughs> just like flashing it. Them all? Flashing it. <laughs> so she's just like drooling over this woman and, and doing who knows what to herself. I'm not judging. Um, and a big storm I mean, comes. I don't think you should openly wank while looking at someone you fancy. If they're flashing it. Do you not it? think that'll make them uncomfortable? It depends. You never know, they might be feeling a thing, you know? I wasn't judging, is all I'm saying. Okay. She's just feeling things for perhaps the first time. Uh, a big storm comes and lightning I strikes. Bet it does in her pants. <laughs> and lightning strikes the water, not her. Um, and it whips up into a frenzy. Are we doing pathetic fallacy here by any chance? The one thing everyone remembers from Jesus. Something's in a frenzy. (laughs) I was going to say something's fallacy, but never mind. Oh, no. It's distinctly not fallacy. Mm -mm. It's sappho-centric, if anything. Is that the right? No. Mm, Let's just move on. (laughs) Pretend that nothing happened. Rosie, are you trying to get away from the filth? Oh, God. Oh, 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 don't take all the equipment. She's offended. She's gone away looking quite shamed. I don't know what her problem is. She's clearly a lesbian as well. You are a massive gay. Sorry. Um... So just as Jessie is running down to the beach to meet her new girlfriend, she slips off the board, new girlfriend, not Jessie, and a huge wave gets her. So she sh- assumes the girl must have hit her head on the board, mm. see, and swims out to rescue her, which is quite brave. Um, and she sort of thinks she's got her body in her hair, doesn't she? And she's all like yeah. caught up in her hair. Um, and then the body slips away and Jessie nearly drowns, but someone pulls her from the water. It is Nick. Stop pulling her away from queerness, Nick. So Yeah, so she's entangled in water in a frenzied storm with this hot girl, and Nick pulls her out. She's all wet and tangled. Should we be reading anything into that, do you think? Maybe a little? <laughs> um, yeah, leave her alone, Nick. She's quite happily She's into it. She was fine. She was loving it. Um, but the calm... Sorry, the calm? The storm sort of calms down, and they can't see the girl. She's just not there. And Nick said... There was no girl. And he was like, you were just on the beach talking to yourself. (laughs) Also, shut up. Uh, (laughs) She refuses his gaslighting, though, and starts screaming for help for the girl. I like it. Like, just chatting. And then he's like, there was no girl. And she's like, help! Help! Help!" Like, literally around him. In his face, shouting in his face. (laughs) Help! There was a very, very hot woman. (laughs) She had curves in all the right places. She was, there was not a spare bit of flesh on her, which is quite a strange... Apart from her massive... Bajulies. Yeah. <laughs> her beautiful nipples that she definitely didn't flash. Uh, so the emergency services listen to her mm-hmm. for once um, and they can't find a body. Oh, well, we've skipped over a bit that I loved, which is when the, everyone starts to panic. So this is what happened. All the children repeat, a drowning, a drowning, a drowning, a drowning. <laughs> An old woman bursts into tears and then a policeman runs in blowing his whistle. I just feel, I've written, they're like bimble toys. They're like little bumbly yeah. toys, like little weeble wobbles. It's like, like Trumpton. Yes. <laughs> Please, someone. Little toys all running around. Or they're like, um, what are the toys? Minions. Oh, they're yeah. like little minions all running around. Oh, my God, that's my darling. <laughs> my darling, my darling. 
<laughs> yeah. Or oh, let's write an opera where all that happens. Yes. That'd be oh so my God. good. Yeah. I can. Um, we'll do like a queer mermaid opera. I mean, if that is not my brand, I was gonna what say, is? That's just me doing a Kirsty Logan project. <laughs> um, can I tell you about Trish? Please. Uh, she's a hottie. You could spot Trish anywhere. She was six feet tall with curly black hair. Oh my god, I love girl curly hair. Um, that spilled down over her shoulders. We need someone that looks like that. Who you fancy? Shut up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, if she'd been in a different mood, Jessie would have left. Oh, sorry. Trish always looked so oddly put together. Her shoes didn't match and her jeans were halfway up her calves. She was fun to have around and she usually made Jessie feel better no matter what was wrong. She's a hottie. Aww. She's oh got so many hot babies in her life, her. and yet Nick st- keeps pulling her out of her frenzied wetness. She doesn't even fancy Nick. No. Not it's really. It's so obvious that she doesn't fancy him. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> she's, like, Nick's a hottie. Nick's meant to be a hottie. Um, Not but to her. <laughs> he says this, so they question him about whether he's seen, like, this babe on the surfboard. No, he hadn't seen the girl. He'd never met her description uh, sorry, he never met her before or anyone who fit that description. About a 17, female, tall, athletic looking and blonde with blue eyes. I bet you do. <laughs> if you're 17, that's so vague, isn't it? Do you know a woman? Do you know a white woman? Like, <laughs> with blonde hair. <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and then we get this bit. So Jessie feels really bad that she's like, let this girl die. Let's face it. Face it. She, Jessie, had let the girl die. That made her a murderer. Now... I've looked up the definition of murder for the benefit of point horror characters because they don't seem to understand what it is. From the Wex Legal Dictionary, murder occurs when one human being unlawfully kills another human being. At common law, murder was defined as killing another human being with malice aforethought. Now, has she killed that girl? No, if anything, it's manslaughter, but it's not even manslaughter. Yeah, if you try and save someone, if you see someone die and you can't help them, that's not murder. Yeah, manslaughter is like if you if you actively do things that cause a death. Yeah. She hasn't actively done anything. No, you've just been a bit useless. But I think she just feels sad because she never got to touch those perfect boobs. <laughs> I mean, we've all been there. Mm-hmm. Um, so they don't find a body, but um, divers do fish from the sea. It's shells and crystal necklace that the girl was wearing. I don't think you'd be able to see. How far out was she? This is what I'm getting, because to no. surf, you have to be quite far out, like past the breakers, which usually is quite far. But she can see her massive titties and every bit about her and her necklace. And they have a full conversation. Yeah, essentially. She's like yelling out to her. Yeah. And one of the things about being pr- past the breakers is that you can't hear anything on the shore because the mm. noise of the breakers is so... Unless it was flat and there was not a single wave. And what was she surfing on? She also seems to surf for like a long time. That I'm, I don't know, I haven't surfed, but it just seems to me like she surfed for like three minutes solid, which... Maybe she's coming along next to the pier. Maybe. And she's on the pier, but... <laughs> what are the logistics of this massive yeah. fantasy novel? Um, so the divers give it to Jessie and the turquoise in the centre of the crystal seems to glow. Yeah, you're right. There must be all kinds of shit down there on the bottom of the sea. Yeah, and then they just find his necklace. Weird. Okay. Also, would you be able to find a shell's necklace amongst <laughs> a fucking floor full of shells? I don't think so. Ridiculous. Well, maybe they were drawn to it. Maybe it wasn't a diver. <gasps> maybe it's someone else. Oh my God. Well. So it's all in the news and everything by the time Jessie gets home and so her parents know. Um, but like they're drawing up divorce papers. So she just gets out again. Fine. Yeah. Um, and again, she goes to the beach where she shouldn't be. And again, she meets Nick there. What is he doing? He's totally following her. He's yeah, such a creep. And then they kiss. Um, and you might remember the beach house here. I he do, must, unfortunately. He must show her something. It's his dick. It's his dick again. Stop trying to show lesbians your dick. They, they don't, don't want to see it. Interested. They don't want to see it right now. This is what you're having with all your dick pics. <laughs> I used, I don't know what I did. I never used to get dick pics ever. And I must have used some cursed hashtag on Instagram. And now I'm getting loads of DMs. I assume are dick pics, but I mean, because it's someone that I'm not friends with, it doesn't show me it and I'm not fucking clicking on it. So it's just like, one guy sent me two pictures and I'm like, is this the same dick from yeah, different angles? Or maybe it's or did just you accidentally so long. send it to <laughs> <laughs> It's such a monstrous cock. 
probably zoomed right in, so it looks long. I don't know what's going on. But I've just been cursed by sudden dick pics, which is the worst kind. <laughs> Unnecessary, unwanted. Yeah. Um, it's like when I got a Twitter DM from a guy um, from, like, the Middle East, uh, and he was like, oh, princess, oh, queen, let me lick your toilet clean, with several pictures of him licking a toilet. Oh, and then I just no. didn't, I didn't even, like, open them. Or anything, or respond in any way. And then several hours later, he just sent me another one saying, expose me and die, bitch. So I was like, well, <laughs> now I'm screenshotting it and putting it all over my Twitter, you fucking idiot. Like, I didn't do anything. I wasn't going to expose you. I was just going to let you have your weird little shit. If you don't want to be exposed, get a separate Twitter. And don't send pics to complete strangers. Well, don't send pics anyway. But if you must send pics to people who have requested them, have a separate Twitter. Yeah. Which is called, like at toilet liquor yeah or whatever you want to have it be their people would find you and they probably want you to do that yeah so i very much didn't and still don't expose me and die bitch it's just so funny as well wow. I just started laughing it's like how where am i come on tell me what are you gonna kill me with yeah this fucking toilet seat I'm gonna lick you to death <laughs> on my shitty poo that's way to go Ugh. not from him if I was going to die, I don't mind getting licked to death. <laughs> oh, Not from a toilet liquor. Yeah. Is that too much? It's this gay porn making okay. you so gay. Um, <laughs> so he really wants to show her his dick, uh, but it's not in fact. It's to tell him that, tell her that he's related to this Captain Stevenson who came from Norway in the 1800s. Now, why is that necessary to tell someone when you just kissed them? I have to tell you something, I have to tell you something. Yeah, why does he think that is at all... Is it because he saw the necklace? Maybe. Is that why he suddenly why has to would... tell her this? I don't know. So then we get a massive backstory. We get a folk it's, tale. It's like a quarter of the book. It is, yeah. She's, it, what she's done is she's written that and then she's concocted a plot around it. <laughs> also, she's secretly queer, so maybe she was just processing some stuff. Or openly queer. She could be bisexual and married to a man. That's true, yeah. Look at me being horribly Look at you and your... By invisibility. I know, look at me erasing my own <laughs> right? place Your own identity. So, let me tell you this story. Captain Olaf Stevenson, which they spell in a weird way that sort of annoyed me, um, was captain of the Norwegian Lady, the fastest ship on the seas. And he was an incredibly prosperous man. He fell in love with Ingrid. Now they've gone for the first Norwegian name they can think of there, haven't they? <laughs> Who lived on a castle by the sea. Magnus Magnusson. <laughs> Only, is he Swedish? What a fucking bizarre reference. I don't know. That the guy was, who hosts Master... That, that was like the most Scandinavian name I could think of. Not right Master then. Chef. Mastermind? Thank you, yeah. <laughs> I was like, Master Brain? <laughs> <laughs> Big Brain? Master, brain King. Master Think? Master Science Man? <laughs> Brainiest. Maybe it is Ingrid Magnusson, daughter of Magnus Magnusson. Maybe. Um, so she lives in a castle by the sea and even the animals seem to love her. Um... That'll come up. One day... He... Oh, no. I can't believe you skipped over that bit. I love it so much. Because it says birds landed on her head. And also that she talked in their language. But they're by the sea. So I'm imagining seagulls. Ah, ah. <laughs> A seagull lands on her head, which would fucking hurt. <laughs> and then she goes... Ah, ah, ah. We've got seagulls that nest above our little balconette. Um, and they fucking hate us. And they, if ever you go out in the summer, it's like a foot. The net is like a foot above where we fucking stand. The net, the nest. And they squawk like absolute bastards. They wake me up in the summer. And they like dive bomb you. Like they think you're coming for the nest. So they properly circle and you're like, fl- it's really horrible. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't want that. Even if I was like a sea queen. No, also I forgot to say... Right at the start, when they like have a big long conversation with the police and then get in the car and drive away, aren't they absolutely soaked? They've both been in the sea. Oh yeah. Aren't they freezing? Maybe it's really hot there though. No, they, they said get... it was cold because oh, yeah, she was did. like, oh, she hasn't got a wetsuit on, but it's cold. Yeah, maybe it's all pneumonia. This whole thing is just like delirium <laughs> from got being fever. massively ill. She's got a fever. <laughs> She's got a fever. A lady well. fever. <laughs> the best kind. <laughs> Um, so one day Olaf washes up on the beach because his whole uh, ship goes down, if you will, um, and Ingrid finds him and she does, he, she does some like witchy shit to him, which is a bit vague, um, and then offers to save his life if he'll consent to be bound to her for the rest of his earthly days. This, Kirsty Logan, is not consent. No. People can't consent to something if it's dependent on something else. You can't say, let me have sex with you, 
or you'll die. Oh, <laughs> That's okay. not consent. No, not really. Like, he's going to die if she doesn't save him. So. There has to be a second option, like a feasible option. Yeah, not... You, I, you, yeah, awful. Yeah, you, you can't be like, have sex with me or I'll murder you. And then be That's like, not, oh, they're so into it. To it. Yeah. yeah. Um, she will make him rich beyond his, beyond measure and a commander of many fleets. I think you can only really command one, can't you, at a time? Not if you're, uh, I've forgotten the word. husband. I've forgotten the word for like someone who's got lots of fleets. Commander? And, mm, no. <laughs> Not an ambassador. <laughs> there is honestly there is a word for like someone who has multiple fleets. Oh, I'm sure. okay. Seaman. <laughs> Sorry, I think seaman does is in this book. He sounded like the guy out of Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's my uh, pawn laugh, um, perv laugh. I meant to say, but we'll go with pawn. Um, so he says yes, obviously, because he doesn't want to die. Um, there are loads of animals around them, and she keeps killing them, uh, mm. and they turn out to be his crew who drowned. Who she's just turned into some animals. She turns them into pigs, like Circe. Pardon? From uh, Greek myth. From oh. the Odyssey. Oh. She turns all of Odysseus's men into pigs. Oh, there's a highbrow reference <laughs> I didn't get. <laughs> okay, I was just like, oh, she turned them into pigs. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Why I'm, I'm, that has to be an intentional reference. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Because she's a, Circe's a sea witch as well. <clears throat> I knew that. Uh, I don't think it matters <laughs> if... If, I mean, a reference that only works if you get what it's referring to is not a very good reference. Yeah. Yes, anyway. It's the fault of the book. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they have a baby girl together and then he cheats on her with this American woman in America with whom he has a son. Have you gone past the bit about the eye? I don't think or so. have you got a separate bit for that? I'm going to okay. the eye, I think. Oh, okay, because that's my favourite bit okay, in the entire book. Okay, you do the eye. You do the eye. No, I don't. I just love it. Okay. But you um, do it as part of the narrative and then I get to gush about how much I love it. Okay. So the American woman, Anna, tries to join him, uh, leaving their son ashore, but Ingrid notices and turns Olaf into a thumbnail Ugh. and says him and his bloodline will always serve her. The Norwegian lady statue is of Ingrid. Um, he says at one point, just give me Anna and my son. So what? Just like, fuck your daughter. Just, just, who cares? Just a girl. Oh, yeah. Weird. That is weird. Um, do, go on, do your eye bit. Oh, it's just so good. Go on. It's sort of out of nowhere. I haven't got the direct quote. But it's just out of nowhere, they're just having a conversation and it's like, she takes her eyeball out. She just takes her eye out. <laughs> and it like shines. Yeah. As well, some sort of magical light. Yeah. I imagine it as blue glass, mm-hmm. like sea glass. I just love how unexpected that was. Like, if you're just having a conversation with someone and they just took their eye out. Like, okay. It happens all the time. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> love it. <laughs> um, I love that <laughs> he sort of, he tells her all this story, Jesse, I mean, and she's sort of like, what? And he goes, yeah, it's hard to understand this occult stuff. That's why it's better to leave it alone. I don't think that's why people leave it alone. I think it's because it's supposed to be evil. Yeah. And at that anyway. point I was like, is this your gal? Because you're not going to explain why it's Jesse, but luckily she does explain. Yes. Yeah, she does. Um, so Nick's parents and sister come back from a cruise with Marina Jacobson, the girl on the surfboard. <gasps> How did that happen? That happened because the cruise ship passed by in a storm and saved her. How close was that cruise ship to the shore to be able to pick up a surfer? Well, sometimes, cruise ships are massive. Well, sometimes they, they have to go close to the shore when they go ashore. Because a cruise ship... Like, it docks in a lot of places. Not in the middle of a storm. Mm, probably not. Um, yeah, weird. I don't know. So, Marina Jacobson looks exactly like... Uh, no, she is the surfer. Sorry. <laughs> so, she looks like her. Um, so, of course, Jessie is like, oh, Creaming. my fucking God. Like, absolutely all over the place. Just constant wetness. Um, this is a really favourite softcore bit of mine. Uh, she's on the phone. A white hand with slender fingers and long, pale fingernails fingernails had closed over Jessie's own hand, the one that was holding the telephone. Jessie spun around. I really wanted to thank you for helping me. You saved my life. Mm-hmm. Her voice sounded clear as crystal and just as smooth, just as like the voice Jessie had heard yesterday. And they're like proper into each other, aren't they? Yeah. Marina's like, why? You nearly died for me. Like, just fuck. Yeah. Just fuck right now. Proper soft Actually, this shit. whole book is just Nick trying to keep her away from this the, girl she fancies. The girl she definitely wants. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a bit of like a Little Mermaid Barbie figure, isn't she? Marina. Well, so I actually think there's real, like, 
Disney Little Mermaid vibes mm-hmm. in this whole book. Like, you know, we always have this theory that they get the commission on Friday and then watch a film over the weekend and then yeah. write it on Monday because because we've got like the squ- this squawking seagull bit. There's this sea witch and then this like she turns the the men into like the little shriveled beasts. Thumbnails. Like Ursula yeah. does that, turns them into like little anemone shriveled things. There's definite Little Mermaid stuff going on here. Um, and they're all kind of obsessed with her as well. Like Nick's mother loves her, but Nick and his dad hate her. And Trish and Dot don't like her either. Um, and Jesse keeps finding reasons to be left alone with her. Um, Nick says about Marina, she's like a slug he'd once picked off the underside of a rock. Like, mm. bitch, all right. Fucking hell. Just gel. He's so jealous. Mm-hmm. Just leave them alone. Um, although Marina is kind of a shithead to him. Don't be jealous of my sea witch. <laughs> At one point, um, Jessie goes to get the necklace from her house and leaves Nick in the car with Marina. And then Marina brings a tornado. Okay. And it crushes the car. And then Jessie frees Nick and then the car explodes. Marina just wanted him out of the way to get to Jessie. But why? <laughs> why, why, why? It says, I wonder. <laughs> um, so it turns out that Nick's dad, who is a doctor, examined Marina on the ship, but she was dead. She, she was cold as ice. She's willing to sacrifice her love. <laughs> She's not willing to sacrifice her <laughs> no, love. No, not. Um, and she remained dead when they tried to save her, um, but they could tell her brain was working in a way that's not explained mm, yeah um and then yeah she... what kind of equipment have they got on this cruise ship i know and he's like They've a surgeon as well an eeg machine and like why okay. are you, why is a surgeon doing like cpr on someone well i guess how many doctors have you got um well they've got loads because he's having a conference oh yeah that's really uh convenient yeah isn't it and then she just gets up but she knows his name so this like drives his dad to drink doesn't it in, in in quite a good way if you've ever known someone who's got like depression or whatever he's like properly slides off and stops washing and I thought mm. that bit was quite realistic <laughs> in this book <laughs> which is completely unrealistic <laughs> slice of realism <laughs> um, so Marina gets Jesse into swimming I like this bit also just the whole thing about wetness is just so fucking obvious like, yeah I suppose yeah uh, so Jessie's always been a good swimmer, but Marina is amazing. She does breaststroke. Jessie somehow knows <laughs> that will be Marina's stroke. <laughs> I wonder how. Um, and she starts coaching Jessie to be the best on the swim team. Better than Nick. So she beats Nick's personal best, um, and her and Marina spend hours together in the water. Read your quote. I've just gone through and picked out all my best soft quotes. All the queer bits. Marina worked for hours with her, refining her arm and leg action. And then on synchronizing the stroke. I bet she did. <laughs> Please. <laughs> um, so she drives Trish and Dot and Nick away. And Nick says, uh, you know, she's really Lady Ingrid. Which is a bit of a, like, info dump. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, we've just decided that, have we? Well, he already info dumped the entire fucking story. That's true. It was a quarter of the book. That's true. Um, is this when he is telling Trish about it? Yes, go on. Yeah, just I like that he's like, of course, you know she's a possessed sea witch with a jewel in her eye. And Trish is like, uh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> you know, they'll just accept it Duh. completely. Um, oh, there's a really good bit. Yeah, I knew it was it. only a matter of time until I met a possessed sea witch with a jewel in her eye. Oh, she's one of them. Yeah, <laughs> she's totally one of those. Um, <laughs> so his dad's going a bit downhill. Then feast your eyes on this. His father hurled down his beer can and started to take off his shoe. It was almost impossible to wedge off his foot, which was incredibly swollen. Then he had to peel down his sock, inch by painful inch, until finally his foot was bare. His toes had started to grow together, so that the lines were not even visible, except the fork between the big toe and the rest. (sighs) It's Marina. She still doesn't have a pulse, and she still walks around. She thinks I know and holds me in contempt. Just to make sure, she started to turn me into a pig. I think that's the beginning of a pig's foot. A hoof. I love that bit. That's great, that, isn't the it? The bit when she pops her eye out and him having a hoof are my favourite bits. Like, it's just like your dad getting a hoof. Like, they've really <laughs> normalised it. <laughs> isn't like, it? it's a hoof. My foot's turning into a hoof. My cankle has turned into a hoof. What are you going to do? Just... I have to say one bit I really like about the dad when he finds out about all the sort of medical stuff. 
it says, oh, my, my dad has got so many briefcases for all different occasions, um, which I really liked because then I was like, what? What, what kind of different occasions? And then I was like, you know, if he's going to the dance, it's like a beaded one. If he's going to an awards ceremony, it's a gold one. If he's, if going, he's going to the gym, it's like a sporty one. If he's going to a tropical conference, it's got all Hawaiian print on the outside. Exactly. He's got to be ready. Got little fake flowers glued on it. I'm just like, all, all these different occasions in life. I like that. <laughs> he's got all these pretty briefcases. I also like, um, at one point, his dad goes, curse my logical mind. <laughs> I knew you were going to pick that bit. I've just written it me. Because David's always like <laughs> using you a lot more logical and like cold and emotionless than you actually fucking are. Like in my head, I approach every problem with proper rationality. And David's like, no, you're sort of no. like a screaming mad woman. Curse your irrational <laughs> mind. Curse my logical mind. It's like a bit from uh, Frankenstein. That. Um, so Nick's family are descended from Anna's son. Anna being Olaf's secret cheat on cheat on wife woman secret bland girlfriend yeah it really is bland um and nick's real mother um where is this little bit uh oh yeah she and some so he didn't know that his mum wasn't his real mum, and his dad tells him by saying this your mum and some women from the university drove to the beach in mexico on the pacific coast she was sunning herself and went into the water and wet herself in the waves <laughs> hello uh not even to swim her horrified friends testified later that by the time they heard her scream, it was too late. She came running out of the surf with the tentacles of a jellyfish clinging to her legs. She tried to rip off the sticky threads. Thread, sorry. She turned blue, collapsed, and died on the beach within minutes. That's really rough, eh? Yeah. The sea wasp. Mm-hmm. It was a type of jellyfish. Oh, it was really good as well. They normally inhabit only Australian waters. Oh. So, they... All the women who were related to all the men descended from the family get killed. That's yeah. the thing. Um, or not who are related to them, but who are like married to, involved. Yeah. yeah. Because they should be worshipping Ingrid the Sea Witch. Yes. So, oh my God. So does that mean Jessie is... <gasps> well, you know how she doesn't fall victim to that curse? Don't go out with Nick. Yeah. <laughs> She's also not going out with Nick. Well, exactly. She doesn't even like Nick. She kissed him like once. And she had never really thought about kissing him before. She just had a traumatic experience. Yeah, and she only kisses him after she sees Marina for the first time. Yeah. So it doesn't really make sense, but... No, she just had to put that arousal somewhere. Also, I don't think she's interested in Nick, because when Marina touches her for the first time, um, quote, I can, for the first time I can remember, I trembled all over. I wanted to move away, but I didn't. Mm. <laughs> the first time. The first time. We can all remember. Uh, so there's a big swim meet. I hate the phrase meet for like a sports thing. I'm, I'm hearing it as M-E-A-T. Yeah, but it's a big swim meet. meet. Also, like, isn't it just, just meeting? Just meet into meeting. the swimming pool. Just say meeting. Yeah. It's just a big swim meeting. <laughs> swimming meeting. We were doing math. <laughs> Thematics. Yeah, go mm-hmm. on. Say the whole word. Um, so they go to the beach to surf before a massive swim meet. Now, surfing's exhausting. Yeah. That's a terrible idea. Um, it's almost like they just want to get each other wet. <laughs> uh, Nick crashes his car into them. Oh, when they're in a car. Um, and then his car gets taken away by a big black wave. Crazy. Mm. <laughs> uh, Jessie realises it's not her drowning she's been dreaming, but Nick's. Bye, Ooh. Nick. Bye, Nick. Fuck off. Um, and she goes to the swim meet. <laughs> Bye-bye now. <laughs> finds out that Nick hit his head and nearly drowned in the car. She, he is dying. Uh, she goes to the hospital. She pulls Nick out of whatever situation he's in by just like being there. Magical. Okay. And then she realizes she is Marina's lost daughter. <gasps> oh my God. So she should hate him, I reckon then. Yeah. Because I'm like, your great, 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 great granddad just fucked off and left me. Yeah. Also, they're related then now. Mm. Way, way back when. Yeah. I guess. They got the same dad. Oh, yeah. But like 100 years before. Is yeah, that still I don't weird? think that counts, nah. We've probably all got, probably. Yeah, probably all related. Um, so then Marina teaches her all her tricks to, like, get men. So really, Nick has thought, like, oh my god, she's coming after her because she's, like, going out with me. But no, she's just interested in her. Yeah, That's Nick, so you are completely incidental. Yeah, it's not about you, Nick. Oh my god, please. Um, so, I'll skip to the end. They all end up out on a boat. <laughs> 
and uh, Marina has been sort of like teaching Jesse all the things to do to like kill people and like ensnare them and whatnot. Um, and then Jesse goes into the water with Nick and pretends to drown him. Oh, and he's like, Marina, give me your crystal eye thing. Uh, <laughs> and instead of Jesse aiming it at Nick, she aims it at Marina. Mm. And she, in something that doesn't really make sense, makes her release Captain Stevenson from his curse. I guess that does make sense. You're looking at me like, of course she does. How of is that weird? Come on. Um, and then Marina... No, I was just listening. I have very judgmental listening face. You do. It's yeah. quite terrifying. I know. I don't mean to. I'm just listening. So she makes him release um, all the Stevensons and then Marina shrivels. And that's the end. Quite an abrupt end. Jesse really missed out on a much cooler life. Yeah. I mean, it is a bit weird that she definitely wants to fuck who turns out to be a mother. That is weird. I mean, Freud would have a fucking field day. I mean, her mother is a sort of like sea witch though and is very ancient i don't know if that makes a difference i should say i was um with some really good friends of mine the other weekend and we kept sort of psychoanalyzing each other and one of us just turned around at one point and went oh fuck off freud <laughs> it's now become my favorite <laughs> phrase can i point out a couple of weird things in the book like i also agree this was like a very logan-y book and like i did like a lot of bits in it but it did have some really fucking weird actually cbc level of what fuck? <laughs> like at this bit so um they wake up on the morning of the swimming meeting as we'll call it from now on so she's just woken up marina's there sleeping not in the bed with her in the room with her good morning marina stretched lazily like a cat and sat up i think i'm going to die says jesse <laughs> what you've done that before to Annie I'm sure what what, did, what does she say that for she's not in pain she's what didn't what the fuck does she say that what for what she means is I'm gonna die and so into you <sighs> I'm gonna die hold me oh no um and then also I found this page really obnoxious so it says now Jessie knew who she was or rather what she was so then she kind of waffles on about this for a while and then later on the page it says but who was she who was Jesse Rogers? And I'm like, you just said you knew. <laughs> so you don't know. She doesn't know who, she knows what. No, it says, now Jesse knew who she was. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess she means that she's like Junior Marina. But who's Jesse then? No, okay then. You've but, no, you're right. very it's forgiving of I this book. I love this book so much. Um, it has got like a lesbianism as witchcraft. Which vibe. I really like. <laughs> I was going to say I it's will, problematic. But. No, I will happily, well, I guess I'm just into it. I will happily watch any, like, queer witch story or read or anything. I do, I'm I, into it. I do sort of like it that she, like, seduces her into that lifestyle. Um, I don't like that they want to fuck each other. No, I do like that. I don't like that they end up being related. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> so, if we could yeah. just take that, if we could just wreck on that bit. Like, yeah. take that bit out. I would be so into it and I wish that it had ended that she wasn't her daughter but that they just became queer sea witches together. I just knew your mother. Yes, <laughs> Quite right? Well. We were just really good friends. Yeah. And I said I would look after you. And by look after I meant fuck. Then here's my tits. <laughs> here's my nipple again. Yeah. Oh, actually, speaking of mothers, uh, so Jessie's mum says, look, I was always really hard at... Because her mum's really nasty to her throughout and she was like, look... I was always really hard on you because I didn't want you to fall victim to the curse of the Steve Stevensons. Stevensons, isn't it? Oh, there's is no it? N in it. Yeah, it's weird. It's a stupid name. Um, so then I'm like, why not move? She's like, I was yeah. really hard on you because I didn't want you to fall for Nick and fall to this curse. You're like, well, move to a Go different anywhere town else. then. Yeah. Why do you live there? Just around the, down the road would be fine. Yeah. Just anywhere. Also, she's gay. Leave her alone. <laughs> she's fine. <laughs> she doesn't want him. She's like. The queer subtext is so strong that it is just the book. She's drowning in the sea's juices when a man pulls her out and therein begins her problem. Like, just let her be gay. That's the whole theme of the book. Let people be gay. And she was perfectly happy being under Marina's spell until Nick, with his fucking beaded briefcase, they just wanted to be really, in. really wet together. Right? Just Fine. let them have it. Just I don't think it's it. a perfect book. Like, what's the point of the diary? Nothing. What's the point of um, Jesse having these premonitions? Nothing. Why does Marina want her to swim so badly? 
Uh, to embarrass Nick, I reckon. Oh, because she's taken her into a sea witch. She wants to take I her mean, to be I a guess. sea witch. You've got to be a good swimmer. There's also a bit that bothered me. So remember the boys who drowned at the start? Mm-hmm. She says, Marina says, the boys found my crystal and tried to steal it. And I was like, the crystal that's in your eye? In your face. What were you doing to them? How did they find it? How are they going to steal your eye out of your face? Yeah. So there were some problems. And yet, <laughs> it was the best point horror book I've ever read. Really? More than like the perfume? More than Dream Date? You like it? Yeah, I just was so here for all the gay vibes and the surfing and the fucking insane uh, folklore story and Jesse as a character and pretty much everything. I mean, now that you lay it out like that, you can't argue with sea lore and gay vibes. <laughs> right? And like uh, utterly bonkers moments like she takes her eye out and the dad's foot's turning into a pig hoof. I'm so into them. You could have told me you'd written this book and I would have believed you. I know. (laughs) This could be your third in your series. (laughs) Don't bother with the one you're writing. Just put this out. Just put my name on this. We'll give you a better cover. I'll take the diary out. I'll take out the bits that I don't like and then I'll just say that it was me. Um, We don't really have many 90s things apart from three and they're good ones. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jesse listens to a Walkman. Nice. Nick has a CB radio. And you someone... think that's 90s? I, don't, I think people still have them. Oh, really? I don't, I don't know. I think so. Someone has a car phone. <sighs> nice. I've never seen a car phone in real life. I think I have. I think that when I was a kid, my dad's friend had one. It feels really posh to me. Yeah, they were all like medical reps and stuff, yeah. so they had wanky things like that. Uh, we don't really have any fashion. No. Um, Apart from her Baywatch swimsuit. Oh yeah, it's so Baywatchy as well. Like yeah. red, and she's. Uh, um, you should have. I heard hot. the music almost like <laughs> when she was surfing. When you said that, the Home and Away theme tune came into my head again. <laughs> Home and Away's been coming up loads lately. I saw an advert yeah. for um, Dairy Girls. You know that like. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, And they're like doing. Not Bally Kiss Angel. No Bally Kiss Angel. <laughs> Thanks, Andrew Blair. <laughs> was not about like his angel. Um, and she, they're like writing from the heart. They're doing this homework. And she goes, she goes, what have you got? And she goes, um, you and I belong together forever and ever, closer each day. And the guy goes, not, goes, is that not the home and away theme tune? And she goes, like, oh, shit. <laughs> um, do we have a too stupid to live heroine? No. She's not stupid at all. She knows I mean, she's not quite she's getting her own queerness, but that's not stupid. She's only young. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Takes us all a while. Um, do we have a sexy sociopath? I mean, if yes. we're talking Marina, yes. Pamela, Marina, Jacobson, <laughs> Ingrid, whatever your name is, Magnuson. She's the hottest sociopath. Yeah, she is hot. Calculating as well, like, I'm going to make you a good swimmer. I think she's the hottest sexy sociopath we've had. Yeah, the whole thing was very sexy. Do we have a death toll? The two boys at the start. And I mean, does pig count as death? Yes. If you turn me into a Actually, pig, that's I'd, a lot of deaths. I'd rather be dead. Well, it's unclear now that she's dead, will his foot go back or not? <laughs> or will he always have one pig foot? Oh, I'll ho- I hope that. I hope he always has a pig foot. Yeah, and then he has to perform operations with one just hoof. I mean, you can't see it. It's in his shoe. I know, but that's better, isn't but it? he'll know. He can still do his job, but he'll be hoofing. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, queer subtext is just all the The book. whole book. Um, yeah. Is it good, though? Yeah. It really is. Come on. I give it five. Yeah. It was the funnest one I've read. Like on point horror scale, five. Oh yeah. On normal books. It had a few problems, but it was really good fun. Is it also good bad? Yes. Yes. How is it both? I'm saying it's like got real CBC vibes for me because it's like really good, but also really good bad. Yeah. (laughs) Like embarrassing and ridiculous, but also great. Like the perfume. You're like, it's so good and so bad. Are we going to, what are we giving it for good bad? Maybe not a five, a four for good I bad. I was thinking five it's might not be the most batshit. Okay, yeah. Look I think that. the most, because we get way more batshit next week. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Although, anyway, we'll talk anyway. about that. Um, what are we doing next week? We are doing, where is it? April Fools by Richie Tankersley Cusick. Who we've done quite a lot. And this, I'm going to say, is the most, we should start calling her RTC to RTC. join RTC. CBC. Uh, I think it's the most... RTC book of all time. It's got all her little tropes, yeah. all of them. It's essentially just like trick or treat. Yeah. Like no, that. it's way more batshit over the top. Really? Yeah. Okay, we'll get it's to that. It's fucking gothic. Punch in the face. 
It's a pie in the face of gothic. It's a pie in the sky of <laughs> RTC. Um, shall I try and do the bit that I never do? Let's. Okay, so you can get, you can get us at Twitter on at TeenageScream underscore. And you can get us on Instagram at TeenageScreamPod. That was yes. right, wasn't it? Um, and then you can go to uh, patreon.com. Oh, you're doing your bit and my bit. I'm doing both bits. I'm doing all of it now. It's my show. It's my pie. It's my show. <laughs> I want all the pie. Um, <laughs> patreon.com slash Teenage Cream Podcast. Um, and we've updated our little things there to let you know what you get if you give us some money. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's all I have to say about that, is yeah. it? And we've got lots of, if you join, um, become a meatloaf level. Obviously, you can just give us whatever you have spare. It's very much appreciated to cover the cost of the podcast. Um, you get a bonus episode every month, and you actually get access to all the previous bonus episodes as well. Yes. Um, and a special secret surprise. Well, it's not a secret because I did put on Oh, did thing. you put it on? Okay, yeah. it's not yeah, a secret. Badge. You it's get a, a great badge. badge. It is badass. Yes. Uh until then until then until you sponsor us <laughs> well we'll be back we'll next week yeah. regardless <laughs> oh god i need some lunch okay okay bye. we must seek nourishment we must bye seek nourishment. <laughs>